$105,000, and this happens to be one of the fastest production cars on the planet. Zero to 60 in four seconds, sweetie. This is a limited edition. You damn right it's limited. No cup holder, no back seat, just a shiny dick with two chairs in it. I guess we the balls just dragging the fuck along. You are listening to Original Remake. This is a podcast where we discuss and compare original film and its remake. Or sometimes films with similar concepts, because just like Hollywood, we are that unoriginal. So this being a movie podcast, um, yeah, let's get to it. Welcome back to another episode of Original Remake. And I am Peter. And joining me in the passenger seat of this uh, podcasting Porsche is uh, is Mike. My co-host Mike. Hey, Mike. I mean, I'm glad to use that as opposed to whatever, uh, like little sidecar that they've got Martin Lawrence in. Because I, <laughs> you know, I'm a little bit taller than him, so I think that would be kind of uncomfortable if I was put in that particular seat for this podcast. Uh, the the seat that's actually would have been meant for Brody, for you and Brody. That's true, and we would have ridden in that together, and yeah, you know, that that would have been the the bad boys spinoff there, me and Brody together, because I I love dogs, <laughs> unlike Martin. Lawrence. That was me. Yeah. Me and you are on the, are on the bad boys of podcasting. Well, you would be dressed very nicely, you know, like Will Smith going to some sort of club, and you know, just uh, you would have been, had all your uh, Cobra Kai fans surrounding you, and it'd just be me and the dog <laughs> outside the club. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like that comparison. That's pretty cool, actually, because <laughs> of the two shows growing up, the, the Martin Show and also Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince was the one I watched the most of. Actually, I've seen every episode of Fresh Prince. Martin Lord, uh, the Martin Show, probably saw about half of those episodes. Um, but yeah, we're, we're we're back. Happy 2020 to you. Uh, we're not Barbara Walters, but you know, uh, we kind of joked that you know it'd probably be another six months until we release another episode. <laughs> Here we are. You know, uh, Martin Lawrence and and Will Smith are back. So are we? we it was not a joke. For, it was a promise, and we we held up our end. <laughs> That's right. People thought we were joking. We we weren't, and uh, here we are. Mike, clearly, you watched like 50, 11 shows or movies rather. For you know the pod that you do with Dave, and mm-hmm. and then I have all the other things I do. So you know we get to these when we can. We're still on the road to 100. That's the damn expression I was trying to think of when we did the review of uh, Bad Boys for Life on Podstalgic. But yes, the road to 100. We are, um, you know, for for those that have maybe missed the last episode, we mentioned that we are looking to possibly end uh, the show at 100, but we are starting a new venture after that right now. Not up in the air. We have two ideas. Is that safe to say? Two ideas uh, in mind? Two ideas, and that's the amount of episodes we can produce in one 12-month period. <laughs> yeah. So some so things to kind of iron out. Um, but, uh, you know, th- these episodes are still kind of fun, and I don't know. It, it, we'll I'll tell you we'll what, decide when we get there. I like listening back to them because you're always so apologetic about our content or lack thereof. <laughs> and I always come across as like such a troll where I'm just like, you enjoy what we give you and don't like, don't complain. Like, that's it. Like you're, <laughs> you're very good and gracious with whatever listeners we have. And I, I'm always very defensive. <laughs> that could be why we still have some of the listeners that we do have <laughs> is my graciousness. And, and, you know, so being so polite to them, you know, and for, for the five that are still listening, thank you for your download. Uh, Dave is probably one of them, maybe even Hiro. Uh, so the, the ones that have been listening to us from Ugh, the very beginning, we terrible we people. Guys. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, there goes those two that were listening. 
So what are we? We're, I, we're talking I, I about. I thought you would have learned something. We're, we're talking about <laughs> I know, bad boys, and I, I'm playing the you know I'm playing the heel. I'm playing the, the Martin Lawrence role, like the the one that I know uh, that term. Yeah, that's a wrestling term. That is yes. Um, <laughs> not so much uh, in the first film uh, as there is in the uh, the updated version, as far as the fight scenes. That's only really the way I can connect that, uh, and it was something I thought about. As I was revisiting this original film um, in anticipation of the third one, was that um, yeah the action scenes are a little bit different uh, back in the uh, the mid '90s than they they are now. Uh, I'm gonna end the uh, comparison between me and Martin Lawrence now because I would never want to get my ass kicked in a bathroom, a disgusting public <laughs> toilet at a club. That would not yeah. happen at your Cobra Kai convention that you're at. I would never find myself getting beat up by you know someone who loves uh, shows about karate in a in a public urinal. There's no way, no how that would not gonna ha- not gonna stand for it, Peter. You know what what was interesting about uh, rewatching these? Um, and it, it sounds like you went in order, right? You watched one and three, skipping two as a decent yeah, human being two. would. Even though Michael Shannon is in two, that's what pained me. <laughs> That's that's how you know what you you could just watch that YouTube clip of Michael Shannon I think in the I very beginning that. with the yes. KKK mm-hmm. yeah and, and and you'll be fine for that um, actually that sounds like I want to check it out too now because mm-hmm. you talked yourself friend. into it uh, yeah you you met the man uh, he's your best friend now he 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 looked very natural standing next to you <laughs> yes we're we're gonna start a podcast together where I ask him questions right. and he uh, awkwardly tries to get me to go away to end the Skype call. <laughs> Oh God! I, I would pay Patreon uh, to listen to those episodes. Um, I went in rever- uh, reverse order because I actually had uh, no plans to watch bad, the original Bad Boys until you said, "Hey, we we should do this for the for an episode." I go, "Okay, you know, the road it's to one hundred starts now." <laughs> you, you know, we got We got to find all types of movies. You know, even if they're not direct sequels, just to get to hundred now, right? Uh, because we are lacking in the pool of remakes. Um, see, that's a joke. I, I, uh, dad jokes now, right? I had the fourth kid, and so I got a bunch of dad jokes now. I, I just thought like you were really movie. trying to poke people in the eye that are still listening to this, thinking, like, there's so many great remakes that you all never even bothered to cover, <laughs> but here's Bad Boys and Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> first, yeah. first episode, 2020. Here we go. It, we're off to a great start. Um, I thought it was interesting because you did ask me after I had watched the third movie, and uh, one of my the the buddies that I went to go watch the movie with, eh, I'm kind of misremembering the timeline now. It, regardless, uh, my buddy who is, let's see how old is he? I, I think, I think he's 29. So he he is a uh, you know almost uh, almost a decade younger. Old. We're not that old. So but, much older than us okay. is what you meant to say. <laughs> yes, there you go. He's the old guy. Uh, we're in our mid twenties. Um, no, he said that he rewatched the first one recently. Maybe I don't know how recently, but he said that he kind of forgot how long it took to actually get into uh, the action sequences. He forgot how very little Tay Leone did and all that stuff. So he actually didn't have a whole lot of good things to say about the first movie. Hmm. But rewatching it, and maybe because I saw it after the, the the third installment, I actually thought it was still fine. I thought it was still fun. Um, I still like the, the characters. Something I mentioned in our uh, Podstatic review is that um, I said that I kind of like the more dramatic Martin Lawrence. And I feel like for the first half of this movie, he's actually pretty pretty tame in, in terms of the comedy. And I think at some point, 
somebody might have said, maybe, you know, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence, maybe they said, hey, like, hey, you know, we are also comedians, Michael Bay. Uh, we need some time to kind of improvise and do our thing. I don't know. Did you get that? feel at all like maybe the comedy started coming in the second half of the movie i did read where um apparently no one was happy with the script like on any level and so on a michael bay movie <laughs> yeah it's shocking which this was his first movie right i think this was i think this was his i, I think this was most people remember at least yeah yes. i think i think this was his transition from music videos um so uh apparently on the commentary track which i've never listened to uh, i think i have the dvd still somewhere he really credits uh, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith by having them to lean on as far as like, all right, this is not coming together as, as well as we'd hoped. Uh, why don't you just start improvising? And I think you get that probably like the opening sequence. Like you have these little like bits that they do throughout where it did feel like someone was like, I don't know, just let the comedians just talk to each other and we'll we'll get something interesting out of it. And so you have the probably little details that became part of the continuity that you see in Bad Boys for Life, like mm-hmm. you know, Will Smith being very particular about his things. You know, he's he's a bachelor, he likes to dress nice. Yes. He has no kids, <laughs> so he has like complete control over like how he presents himself and presents like his like living situation. So the opening sequence like in the car with like Martin Lawrence like eating this like rather large like cheeseburger like with all the toppings and just making a mess of the car like you know none of that even though there eventually is gunplay in that sequence that's how we get to the title none of that really has anything to do with the plot but i felt like they're just like okay we've got to like pick up the pace here we've got to remind people that this is about like this is a an action comedy of the like sort of 80s style vein of cop movies like lethal weapon but yeah like the thing i it's not that I forgot, but I, I forgot how much emphasis there was on the uh, the role reversal, where mm-hmm. because of this shooting that happens, uh, this this woman who has never met the Mike Lowry character played by Will Smith um, will only trust him because her friend that was murdered right in front of her eyes was like good friends with him. And so Tay Leone, like, will only, before she goes on the run, and I guess just, like, leaves Miami and, like, you know, she won't participate in any investigation, she won't be a witness, um, she needs him. So I had forgotten how much time in the movie is spent on Martin Lawrence playing Will Smith and Will Smith having to play mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence. Um, and it gives a, probably a lot more for Martin Lawrence to do because he's married. And there's one sequence in particular where I guess Tay Leone has suspected for a long time that they're not who they say they are um a very funny bit about all the pictures and you know the apartment or of will smith uh leading her to believe either they're a a gay couple or you know he's lying because that's just weird to have that many pictures of your partner up uh that she starts antagonizing martin lawrence talking about how attractive will smith is and like you know any woman Mm -hmm. that's like left alone with him and so all he's thinking about is his wife at that point um that is very different from something like Bad Boys for Life. Like, I mean, we get a little bit of that with Martin Lawrence's now a new grandfather. But, yeah, there's a lot of emphasis on almost like a sitcom-style situation where you have people, like, lying to each other and having to, like, you know, put on airs as far as do things that they're not totally comfortable with uh, before you get to car chases and, and gunplay. So that is a pretty good point that your friend, I guess, brought up where it's like mm-hmm. – it may feel like if you're if you remember you know the second one 
or if you've seen this one, you may wonder like, man, what are we doing for long stretches here? Like, is this an action movie or what is this? But I think I actually really like that one. I think I kind of prefer like emphasizing the comedy more. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, I thought you, it was huh? pretty good too. You're a gun guy. Huh? You know, well, you know, I, I think it's because I like, totally how it starts off. I, I love the antagonistic banter between the two, you know, uh, starting off in the Porsche uh, in the beginning of the movie. Um, but once they are, at least it feels like they were giving a little bit more uh, room to improvise. I felt that they kind of, you know, maybe not revert, but I, I felt like, OK, this is Martin Lawrence from his Martin show. Um, this is a little bit of like Fresh Prince Will Smith. You know what I mean? Like uh, those were fun and funny and maybe at the time, but going back, I'm like, oh, man, what could have been if they just had some of their quips and stuff, but never got to the point where it was a little over the top? You know, like one point specifically where um, Martin Lawrence, who is now playing Mike Lowry at this point, they're kind of going over um, mug shots uh, with Tay Leone. And that scene could be really boring and could also be very short. But no, what they decide to do is like, okay, let's have Tay Leone talk about the bologna he's eating. And Martin Lawrence is so now annoyed and irritated by this woman. He's like, oh, okay, I can't eat bologna now. How about this pickle? Is this pickle okay? Let me dip the pickle in the water, you know, because it's got too much salt. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Because so the more of that I got of Martin Lawrence, the more I'm thinking, like, why is he a detective? You know, like, it's just like his behavior. Do they not, like, test the psyche of their detectives? You know what I mean? Like, like I, I know this is 1995. I know this is Michael Bay. I know writing has changed over time. But for what we do critically, I'm going back and watching, like, oh, man, if this was more toned down in that comedy, you know, maybe people were like, okay, that Michael Bay movie was okay kind of thing. But maybe we could have gone back and watched it and be like, actually, you know what? This was actually pretty good. You know, the, the, the comedy wasn't so absurd. And maybe that free range that he gave them from this was like the, 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 the kickoff for the Michael Bay movies to come where you got, you know, the stupid jokes in like the Transformer movies where you're just slapping your forehead and get, gouging your eyes so wait out. Minute, are you blaming uh, the, the comedic talents and stylings of Martin Lawrence and Will Smith for, for giving us uh, a, a whole career worth of Michael Bay that you don't approve of? No, I blame Michael Bay for making that decision. <laughs> <laughs> if he wants to make a comedy, let's make it a comedy. But the movie starts off almost like, like these. The, I really like how they were playing it. Like they, they were almost. You, you almost got the sense like they still were. They, they've been together for six years. Uh, we, we find out in that first movie uh, as partners, and so it's six years and the, in, you yeah, though. No, no, no. Well, they bring it back up. No, but but Mike Lowry actually said. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, maybe it was mentioned six years in the new movie, but I just watched Bad Boys last night, and uh, there's a line that Mike Lowry says to Marcus. You know that he he um, implies that they have been partners for at least a few years. You know, I don't think maybe a number was said until Bad Boys. For the only reason it comes up so, is because. Uh, Will Smith uh, is out uh, fathering uh, illegitimate children all over the, the globe, and I was very upset by this in the third one. You're very upset with Michael Bay at the start, and I'm I'm actually going to say if Michael Bay had been involved in the third one, no babies. There would be no babies, no kids. There would just be talk of sex over and over again. That would, that would be Michael Bay's only input into the into the bedroom stuff. 
Yeah, possibly. Uh, it would be interesting, like if if somebody saw. Him. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you don't get as many people to go watch it because it's Michael Bay returning kind of things. Like, okay, I think you get a little bit more eye rolls. Uh, would I have seen it in the theater? Probably just because of the two actors alone. Oh, so um, you're saying he's got like an M9 like, Shyamalan kind of reputation, or at least one that he had for uh, a number of years after like The Village and Lady in the Water, where people were like laughing whenever his like name was above the title. I think so. I, I feel like, you know, the movies like The Island or Island or whatever, um, you know, things like you know, that. Uh, uh, I haven't gone back to On it. my show with uh, Dave called A Podcast Directed By, we're actually going to do a Michael Bay month this summer. I think that's going to be a very popular one. Think so? Because I thought um, you were going to tell you know, me Godspeed. I think so. Like you won't survive this, Mike. <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I, think, I think for what you guys do and, and your guys' banter and stuff like that, I think the Michael Bay ones, I think people will be like, I need to hear what they got to say about this. Um, and you know what? I'll throw it out there. I would like to request Transformers 2 to be like, you know, something you guys just <laughs> talk about. I think we had planned on, uh, since there's so many Transformers movies, we were just going to combine the entire series into one episode. I just say, here's the Transformers, because we usually try to do like two movies. And I think for that one, we're just going to say, mm. here's the Transformers episode, because Michael Bay went in, how many did he do? Four or five? He got like lost in Transformers uh, universe. Maybe four, three or four. I, I feel too many is the point. Too many. Uh, but uh, I mean, yeah, you may have a point there. Like I think, I do think the new movie has a little cleaner. I, mean, I don't know if that's just because it's the third entry, um, but like from my memory of the second Bad Boys, I, I feel like that was a mess too. Like they didn't really know what they wanted to do, and it was way over the top. Uh, so yeah, you, you may be onto something there by having Michael Bay just step aside and make a cameo that with this new release that you just get like sort of a, uh, a more streamlined version of it. As far as like, we know, we know when to put in the comedy, we know when to put in the action. And, uh, I, I don't remember what the budget was on the first one, but I think it was, Oh, it's, it was under, it was 19 million. That is really low for an action million, movie. Yeah. So maybe right. that's why they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants, trying to figure out what they could do and why there's you know, so little action compared to at least the second and third one. That almost makes sense because at the point when, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I remember as a, let's see, I was 12 at this point, 13. I was 13 when this movie came out, the, the, the first one. And so when I was all like, wait a minute, Will Smith is going to play a cop with Martin Lawrence. Isn't Will Smith like 17? But you know, <laughs> little known fact at that time that Will Smith was 24 playing mm -hmm. a 17 year old. Yeah. So I, I learned that afterwards, and um, he's also second maybe build. People were like, you look at the, the, the if you've got Wikipedia up, you got Martin Lawrence as like the first name, then Will Smith. So uh, that I believe would be the only time that Will Smith would be you know second in any sort of credit uh, behind Martin Lawrence. Yeah, I think Martin Lawrence was already you know he was doing like the um, the house party movies, and uh, I, I know he did some solo. Uh, movies before then too like I'm, I'm trying to think like some early will smith movies i think he had like a small role on made in america you know with ted dance and whoopi goldberg he might um at this point i think he's also done was it six degrees of separation or what, what is it called yeah Se yeah i think you're degrees. right uh but i feel like this is the one yeah. this is like the first one people like oh that's gonna be a movie star will smith this was like where he sort of set himself because you had what independence day the following summer in 96 and yes. you're, uh, then Men yep. in Black and I Seven, you're off to the races. Then I mean, this was this is like the uh, if you're doing like a box set of Will Smith movie star, I think this would be the first entry.
Yeah, absolutely. And maybe, and, and so that's what I was getting to, perhaps. That's why they were only given $19 million. So it's like, well, what kind of action movie are you going to do with these two comedians? You know what I mean? And maybe that's why we didn't get as much action until we got towards the end. Um, so with these two movies, I know we've been talking more so about the uh, uh, the original Bad Boys movie, but the Bad Boys for Life does have a lot of similar beats, uh, especially if you watch these two movies uh, close together. Um you got this uh, in the in the new movie. You have like a a deal gone wrong, which Mike uh, Mike picks up on. Kind of the same thing in the first movie, where you know drug dealer uh, played by uh, Chucky Cario. Oh man, I, 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 am, I cannot I am say not his name. That. I, yeah, I've always I, I'm familiar with this guy's face, and I've seen his name. I, I think he's actually. I feel like he played Rasputin, maybe. Um, I, I could be racist there because of like his name. He's a Turkish-born um, French actor. So, uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with him. I just, his face does not haunt me like it does you, Peter. Well, I, I put uh, away every single cover box at Blockbuster <laughs> for a couple of years there. So I definitely recognize his name on a cover box with, um, yeah, I couldn't tell the movie. My internet's going too slow here. But that's kind of the same thing with the the, the new movie, right? They, uh, he's the one who comes in and kills like this uh, ex cop that uh, you know currently works for him because he's kind of taken like the heroin for himself to for, for for this party. Kind of the same thing with Bad Boys for Life, where you got you know um, you know Baby Lowry who, who you know uh, kills some other drug dealer and it's like, all right, you, I'm the captain now. You know, he does that whole deal. I like Baby Lowry. I don't know if that's going to take <laughs> off like Baby Yoda. I don't know his but... <laughs> character name. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little... I, I prefer the first one because it is just a little more straightforward in the sense that, um, yeah, the, I guess the personal element is that it's one of... Mike Lowry, uh, one of Will Smith's characters, like hookups, I guess. I don't know someone he's on friendly terms with, but you know, even then they're, they're saying like, he's not going to be tied down by anyone, which uh, plays into the humor of Tay Leone having to be like his house guest under fake baby Mike Lowry, uh, under that, his, his watch. Um, but it's just sort of a straight up like robbery, like, right. They just rob a lot of drugs mm -hmm. from the evidence room, uh, and there's some dirty cops involved, and then our uh, our heroes uh, come in for you know personal or professional reasons, and uh, yeah, that's that's about the extent of it. But they, I don't think they give. There's not a lot of backstory given. Whereas in Bad Boys for Life, pretty much the third act is all backstory on uh, Will Smith, uh, you know, creating a, a true <laughs> baby Lowry, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and I, I don't, I, I know, I think it was in the, the Pathetic Review, you said that this was kind of like, you know, classic bad boys. I, I like to use the word vintage because I feel like, again, though we see some growth in the characters, we also still see, like, the spirit of these characters, too. Like, I don't feel they've um, really changed too much. Like, you, you can, I don't know, I, I think it would be too easy to say, like, all right, let's bring these guys back and just, you know, they know these characters, let them do them. I, I feel like the the writers wrote these characters a specific way and, and I um, kind of appreciate it. Like I think Mike Lowry is still kind of, you know, not off the hinges like Mel Gibson from lethal weapon, but or Mel Gibson, he's known general. for kind of his, 
<laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I should have said that. Um, but, you know, his character was kind of uh, known for a little bit of, like, the impulse shooting and, and all that. I think it was played up a little bit more in this one. And I could see that, you know, having 25-plus years in the force and, you know, maybe some of the – some PTSD over, over time um, – Martin Lawrence's character still has, you know, he still gets queasy, like, over dead bodies, you know, so that's something that, that he has never been able to kind of overcome. It's going back to are, your are they still, or, criticism of him, like, how did he become a cop? Like, because there's a lot of things he seems to, like, really hate about the job. Well, they worked in narcotics before, but I, I would still imagine, like, you know, if you're some sort of law enforcement, you got to be prepared to be, uh, you know, for all elements out in the field, Um but so so I I don't know what their focus is in terms of like the department for Bad Boys for Life. Did they ever say are they still narcotics? Uh, well, Martin Lawrence is pretty much gone, right? He's he's like right, checked he's out, retired. Yeah. Uh, I don't know with uh with Will Smith. Um, he's definitely like some sort of like celebrity cop in a way. So I'm I'm guessing just from the events of like Bad Boys, the bullet one and two, yeah, bulletproof cop um, thing, yeah. I, but yeah, I don't know if they get into the, the particular weeds on on that. Um, that that's one element I really liked of the new one, though, is that you know Martin Lawrence. It's funny, like it's sort of bookended in the way where you're like, how did this guy ever manage to become a cop? He seems to hate every element of the job. Like he hates even like having to like the, the scene you mentioned with Tay Leone. He doesn't seem to have good like interpersonal skills at all. Like, right. <laughs> doesn't want to deal yeah. with the public. Uh, he seems prone to like making rash decisions when under duress, which, uh, is going to be quite often as a police officer. Um, but I, he's in a much better place in the retirement days where he's the one trying to get into the older Mike Lowry's character and being like, you know, how long can you like expect to do this? Like, what are you, what are you trying to do, man? Like you've got to, eventually you've got to settle down. Um, that's, that's the element I liked best about the new bad boys for life is like, like people who live live sort of reckless lives, in particular in like a cop movie genre, like you can't have them like like. And I think Hollywood has sort of failed at that, right? For the most part, when they bring back like an older actor from a successful franchise, they kind of just try to ignore like how age would play like a real factor in them. And unfortunately, Martin Lawrence, I guess, with you know he's gotten paunchier and he was never like an action movie star to begin with. He always was comedy. He allows that to take place. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine like? Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the only movie I can remember where they like directly acknowledged it was like a, there was a movie called The Last Stand where he's like a small town sheriff. Oh yeah, and he gets I thought that was good. yeah, it's it's good I movie. Could. Um, but he acknowledges frequently that it's like he's too old and no longer equipped to sort of handle what's coming to his town. But you know, even when Arnold was in like Eraser, like I think it was ninety five or ninety six, and like the Bad Boys one timeline there or around the same time. I mean, he had to be in his like. You know, he'd be like 50 then. And he's like, you know, <laughs> flying through the air, fighting alligators. Like, it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous notion. True Lies was 97, wasn't it? That was 90... 94. Yeah. 94. So, yeah, yeah I mean, he's... So, he's... Yeah. Uh, but never, you know, we just weren't used to seeing, like, our action stars sort of, like, deal with that. And that's probably the biggest, like, credit I'll give to Bad Boys for Life. That even Will Smith, uh, you know, mild spoiler for this, you know, he's he's gunned down. You know, just on the, on the street early in the film, and so they kind of give a good reason of like, hey, you're not your sharpest, and that's something like having watched the first one in close proximity, like just wouldn't have happened in the Michael Bay one. He would have dodged every one of those bullets 
and would have like you know chased down the motorcycle on foot. You know, there would have been an extended uh, chase scene, uh, and pretty quickly, I think it's it's a little shocking for like our action movie gods to see them just like, oh wow, they just shot Will Smith and like. He's in a wheelchair for like you know the first you know half hour. He's you know he's recovering. He's not uh, immortal. He's not a superhero. Yeah, I I actually like the the, the sequence a little montage too. And um, I think for most people it came off as a as a joke because of a uh, previous line. But the whole like you know dying his beard thing, <laughs> like when we see Martin Lawrence that's, that's one, in the hospital, one of the I think most moments people in the film. <laughs> it, it was, but it's one of those that you had to think about it for a second because you see the cocoa butter and you think that he's playing a prank, but then like it cuts and you're like, oh wait a minute, he's helping out, you know, uh, color that in. You have little telling faith us that, okay, You have no faith in Martin Lawrence as a friend. Well, but this is okay. So we've talked very little about two in the two episodes that we've done so far with these movies. Um, the one thing I really remember about that dynamic between those two characters, Martin Lawrence wanted a reassignment. He said that Mike Lowry was getting too much for him, that he, you know, he was always going to die. I feel, I don't know if this is intentional or not, I feel that we didn't get a sprinkle of that in Bad Boys for Life. Well, he's, Do you remember that? Like, like Will, um, Marcus did not want to be his partner anymore. He wanted out of that partnership. You're talking about in the new one? The second movie. The second movie, he wanted a reassignment. I mean, with good reason. I don't remember that, but I, I, I totally would understand the character's viewpoint there. Like, I, I think that you probably yeah. see him at his most zen state in the third one because he's somehow, uh, you know, through the help of uh, is that Wu Sa? Well, <laughs> it's all the Wu Sa he's doing from part two. I was gonna say it's through higher powers that he's managed to survive a life of being partnered up with Mike Lowry that he's made it to the other side. And I guess that's what's so disturbing is that even in retirement, uh, you know, he's under under threat of violence and dodging bullets because, you know, Will Smith just like refuses, he refuses to acknowledge his own age uh, or his own mortality. Uh, but that gets into the, you know, the stuff I, I really dislike about, um, I guess the interfering third party uh, in bad boys for life. It's not Tay Leone, like, you know, needling Martin Lawrence It is, and here's uh you know, spoilers, I guess, cause we, we have to go into it a little bit. So if you've not seen Bad Boys for Life, you know, thank you for the download, Hiro Dave, uh, or like a nice, respectable human being, whoever you are. <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 lineage, as you said in our podstalgic recording of Mike Lowry, um, didn't see that coming. Didn't really care. I mean, I guess if you watch these two together, it's like maybe a nice touch where it's like, oh, at one point he could have had the family life. But his family was with, uh, in his words, and I guess her words, like the the witch queen uh, uh, drug lord of Mexico and her son that she's trained to kill his own father. It's a little much, Peter. It's a little much. Yeah. Yeah, that might be touches of Michael Bay right there. <laughs> you know, if, if you want to give him some credit, that, that oh, might have been I love how every, every credit you give him is blame <laughs> for, for everything that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sure during that wedding sequence, like when they weren't shooting, he must have told like the writers, like you know what, this uh, th there's this new antagonist. He should be Marcus Mark uh, no Mike Lowry's uh, offspring. That will blow people's minds. <laughs> and they will be like, you know, you, you know what, sir, you you started this franchise. We'll uh, take that into consideration. Kind of how they did with you know, perhaps, uh, I don't with know Lucas at Disney. They're like, yeah, we'll take your notes and we're gonna do something completely different with right. our Skywalker saga. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the, w- one of the things that I really did like, again, I, I think this is from watching them, um, you know, so close together. I really appreciated the scene with um, DJ Khaled. Like, I didn't really care for that at first. I was like, oh, DJ Khaled. Oh, that's interesting. It's never been said I find before out that he's like, on movie podcast. <laughs> which part? I really appreciate that scene with DJ Khaled. Never been said before. <laughs> oh, well, he's not in a lot of, uh, in a lot Thank of movies. Thank God. But just because it, it kind of harkens back to the uh, Michael Imperioli uh, character, you know, in the first movie where he's like an informant and they have, you know, their uh, back and forths too. So that was very much the, the same. And um, DJ Khaled actually was like the uh, like executive producer for music producer, I, I guess, for, for Bad Boys for Life. You know, kind of like how Diddy did Bad Boys 2. Didn't um, bring him back. I like did he? Yeah, like what, you're gonna bring back, you know, what, what, why not? Why, why are we going with uh, this, this disgusting uh, man who doesn't believe in uh, oral pleasure for women? What? <laughs> Where are we? What? What? How did we get this? I don't you, know what to say. You, you like my wild decay makers? I'm throwing against DJ Khaled. Uh, it, it's, cow, he's on the record. Little... I remember this uh, Twitter being in a rage one day, which that's that's any day of the week because he gave some interview where. Uh, he said only only women should uh, provide oral sex and men should not. Uh, and oh, I don't think I uh, the, uh, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, I think quote tweeted him and said, you know, referring to himself in the third person, it was like The Rock believes in like all forms of pleasure and like being the master of any like sort sort of any sexual activity. I was like, there you go, Dwayne Johnson. Like you know, he's saying I'm the best at everything. Like and you should be ashamed of yourself. Mm, okay, I kind of vaguely remember something like that, but. You threw me off there. I thought that it was something in the movie that I completely missed. I was like, well, how, how the hell did we get there? Like, did Mike say something? You know? Um, That's just what every one of my co-hosts, every every time I, I go on some sort of wild tangent, you're not the only one. Like, someone is like, why is Mike talking about oral sex with this Bad Boys for Life review and DJ Khaled? But I think it needed to be said on the record, in case we have any female listeners. I support you. And he doesn't. Yes. Not Peter, well, DJ I, Khaled. I'm in that boat with... Uh, <laughs> Yes, well, well, I'm in the same boat with uh, the, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. There, you go. there. Um, I don't know if anyone was asking, but said, you know, Mike, you threw it out. What the hell? Um, one of the scenes I like is when they go see uh, Zuelo. I, I guess this Lorenzo guy who um, Marcus used to coach uh, Pee Wee uh, basketball. And I love their entrance. Right there, there's a bunch of like young women that are coming in with like all these birthday candles or something, and. And then, you know, the last two people in line happens to be Mike and Marcus. And so they walk up. I love that little entrance and, uh, you know, their little play with Zuelo and um, how, you know, Will Smith is like doing that, that, that dance from Fortnite, you know. So I, I thought that was funny. You know, that was a little like, hey, new people, we're, we're still a little hip too kind of thing. And I think that played well into the like, OK, these these guys are old now, but they're still kind of in in tune, maybe in touch with the uh, pop culture. Style. I had no idea what they were doing. I just said no, no, no idea whatsoever. I was I was like you with my DJ Khaled rant. I was just like, I don't know what's going on here. Well, do, do you know the dance I'm referring to? The little kick and the you know the, the arm punch thing. I, I I don't know what's called. That that's how old I am. Well, Phoenix did that uh, walking across that stage uh, receiving his diploma. <laughs> <laughs> that's my kid. <laughs> Former co-host on uh, Podstalgic there. Yeah. I, I knew it was coming. I had to get rid of him. Uh, <laughs> but but no, popular kid. He's into photography now. Um, you know, he's got his own Instagram account doing 
photographs of you know friends and family starting off. He's he's doing good. He's he's off to a good start. At Nineteen years old. Now. Hey, so do we. That original remake. I think there's like twelve pictures on there. Maybe. Yeah, it's pretty Which good. Is ten more That's than the episodes what he's we'll, we'll produce in a year. <laughs> oh lord, let's hope not. Um, I mean, in, with that math, it, that's almost like once a month. Actually, that might be more realistic. <laughs> See, Road again, to like, 100. People think these are jokes, but we're just making promises. <laughs> like, we're, we're just kind of loathing that road. So that's why we're taking our time. Um, you got any other comparisons that kind of stood out watching them back to back? You know, I, the one thing that my, my, my buddy mentioned, and I, I kind of agree with him, but he does say once Taylor Leone, like she says that, oh, I've known like this whole time. Why are they going through that ruse for like another 30, 40 minutes? I guess just to get her uh, the, the damsel in distress moment, right? To get her separated. Like, because it, it just sort of culminates with uh, the, the wife of uh, Martin Lawrence's character coming and like they everyone's having to lie to each other and like keep up this sort of charade. It's got this sort of threes company type effect. Um, that's it. I, I feel like if you don't have that uh, duplicity among all the characters, then you just put her in witness protection. And presumably, since they're good cops, she doesn't get taken by the bad guys. But since they're kind of half-assing it and trying to do it in this uh, this, this deceitful way, uh, it sets up a, an entry point for the, the bad guys to like have that gunfight in the lobby. And then she's, you know, she's taken for so they can rescue her at the end. Not that that ages that well, to be honest. Uh, but this is coming up on like the you know the tail end of like that eighty style action movie, and uh, you know the treatment of women was not great uh, during those times. Uh, it would almost be like uh, if you were a sexual partner of DJ Khaled. Not great. <laughs> oh boy! You should wait for her to leave before you continue this conversation. Oh uh, no, I think I think um, she would agree with my my rant, though she would my wife would never listen to it. She just gave me a look, Fair uh, enough. confirming she will never listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sounds about right. Uh, I, I felt like I had a comment. Okay, well, I, I guess the other thing with, with my issue with, uh, you know, with, with that whole thing with Taylioni is just, you know, uh, up until the moment she does meet Martin Lawrence playing Mike Lowry, she's saying, I will only talk to him. I I can only trust him because... My friend Max trusted him, and she'd always call him if she needed anything. If she knew that he, when she had that inkling and realized that, okay, maybe this isn't him, I would have escaped if I were her. You know, like, well, this isn't who I wanted, and here he is trying to be somebody else. How do I know that he's not a bad I guy that's pretending to it be It goes back power? to your original point, that he's such a bad cop who doesn't want to be a cop, that he suddenly is someone yeah. you can trust. Because he's he's not even functioning enough to be uh, a rogue cop who's got his his hand in with the you know the drug kingpin the the, the Turkish French actor that you're uh, you know that you you knew strangely, um, I think <laughs> I think that she just looks at him as like so incompetent uh, at his job that yeah he is lying uh, but he means no harm. That's like okay. I don't really know what's going on, but uh, he can't be one of the bad guys because he's so bad at everything else in his life, and he's so he's also easily managed and manipulated. She does that pretty easily with him, so it's like she's the one who's kind of in control, not him. That's my way of explaining it. You know, I, I like 
I, I like your explanation, but I think you're still giving Michael Bay too much uh, credit here. Well, you should hear uh, you know an upcoming episode I have on The Rock because I give him a lot of credit in that one. That's that's you know that's uh, I still hold that's a really good action movie. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see on rewatch. A lot of great actors. Yeah, that that helps. You know, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess now it circles back to the whole James Bond theme there, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, well, so, you know, the Connery and uh, your your thoughts on Casino Royale, but uh, you know, I I still hold that uh, Will Smith is no Bond, at least the way they play him up in the third uh, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, not a fan of it. So, um, do you have any final thoughts on the the newer one? Like any. Anything as far as like how it relates to the the original? Like, if you're a fan of the original, like, how would you manage your expectations going into this one with a new director, not Michael Bay? Um, I I don't know if I needed more of um you know Asian Mike Lowry and you know banter with old Mike Lowry. I kind of liked the the little bit of it, but I I haven't really made a decision like if I wanted more of it. But there was some fun moments there. Um, I like how. One of the new characters was also, you know, this big buff dude who only, you know, he got burned so bad that he didn't want to work out in the field. But then he's brought out into the field and balls to the wall action with him. Those were actually some pretty, you know, decent moments. But I even appreciated the point where, like, this this young group of, like, ammo uh, detect or cops. I don't know. They're, they're too young to be detectives, I imagine. But when they start trying to sing like that bad boy theme song, how they're getting down and, you know, Mike Lowry's like, no, no, don't ever do that again. Like, I, I, I like that actually, you know, that's almost me. Um, you know, like old, old Mike Lowry telling the young folks like, no, you, you, you can't do what you we like do. That, that you know, like when we get us there, like this is for us, not for you. Kind of like, you know, like when millennials try to start a podcast, like, what are you guys doing? Like, <laughs> this is, they probably don't even produce more than two episodes in a year. Idiots. Probably not. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. It's funny because I came out of Bad Blood for Life having a good time. I had a lot of fun. And, you know, our tagline for that movie, right? Uh, I'm not mad at it. Um, and then it's funny having talked to my my buddy who said that, oh, these are my thoughts of the first movie. So I went in thinking like, you know what? Uh, maybe I don't like the first movie as much as I remember. And I watched the first movie and I go, no, it's actually still pretty good. I don't know if I'll go back and rewatch it again before Bad Boys for Life, just because I have more fun with Bad Boys for Life. But that's where I am with those two movies. I think we're in agreement uh, the Bad Boys 2 you can skip. Except for the YouTube clip you've promoted of Michael Shannon. There you go. Yeah. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Um, which, by the way, have you watched uh, The Night Before recently at all? Not this Christmas, but last Christmas. Yes, I did. Uh, I, I've, uh, I'm, I've made it um, at least for the last two years, um, it, it's it's a Christmas movie that I have to watch every year now. Uh, and Michael Shannon is still one of the best things of that movie. You can you can say that about any movie he's in, any movie. <laughs> so we're just gonna do a knock and talk. What? Hey, look, all our lives we've been bad boys. All right, now it's time to be good men. Who in the hell wanna sing that song? Good man, good man, what you gonna do? Well, maybe if you sing the song like you meant it, it'll catch on. 